listeners, welcome to the Ajanoclast. I'm your host, John A. Lancaster, and for our episode today, I'm going to be discussing a little talked about aspect of Dr. Fauci's power trip. For those of you who are unsure as to why I used the phrase power trip, I direct you to the 20th episode of the Ijanoclass titled, Here's Why People Don't Like Fauci, and my spoken word poem, The Little Doctor Who Couldn't. They both dive into the reasons why I use the term power trip. Both of the links are in the description below. Anyway, the particular aspect in question, the overlooked factor in Anthony Fauci's insatiable lust for attention and public control, is his rabid cult-like fan base. Yes, this little tiny bureaucrat, who nobody was talking about in recent memory prior to COVID, has legions, literally swarms, of adoring, unyielding followers who are willing to defend this grown man's honor with the ferocity and dedication not witnessed since the dueling scene of the 18th and 19th centuries. It's ridiculous. Try to find a social media post criticizing Fauci, and you'll also find packs of these people committing every logical fallacy in the book, trying to restore some air of respectability uh, to Fauci's name. They'll discredit any individual with a critical view of Fauci as some heartless grandma killer who only cares about money and freedoms. Yes, that's free dumb. F-R-E-E-D-U-M-B. I know it's a weak comeback, but it's their comeback. Furthermore, these people will share any source, a study, article, tabloid, whatever supports their position, and act as if it's definitive proof of their correctness. But heaven help them if someone responds with a contradictory source. The merit of the source's procedures is almost never discussed. The conversation just devolves into mudslinging or at best a competition to see who could pull up the most studies for their side. They also go on about how Fauci is a renowned immunologist who's spent years researching and gaining knowledge about infectious diseases as if that means anything regarding what people should do given the information about such diseases. You know, because tolerable risk levels are subjective. It's not a given that the safest option is the best option. It's obvious from the pushback the COVID measures received that there are many Americans of all age groups, don't let the media fool you, it's not just the youngsters, who would prefer to have a greater amount of freedom. But beyond that, there's another point I want to make. The pursuit of safety has diminishing marginal returns. Life is unpredictable, and sometimes disadvantageously unpredictable. 
There is only so much the human race can do to mitigate that fact. Let's take the September 11th tragedy for example. No matter what reason you believe that the attack occurred, there is no way anyone who was not involved with the attack could have known it was going to happen on that day, much less what planes or what specific areas would be affected. Combine that with the possibilities of a plane crash, the fatalities that occur because of drunk drivers, the derailment of trains, the chance of going overboard in turbulent waters, and the happenstance that an active shooter could appear anywhere at any time, and you'll find that there's no absolutely safe method of travel. Even if one takes all the proper preventative measures, there's no way to account for all the possible occurrences that would bring danger. The human species is just too varied in action and ability to, to accomplish such a thing. The only way anybody could avoid death by the aforementioned circumstances is to hold up in their home and never leave. But even then there's a risk of a break-in or some sort of natural disaster. One can only be relatively safe, but never absolutely safe. And this is where the Fauci fandom has issues. If you listen to them, you'll easily get the sense that they honestly believe that Fauci's advice is keeping them safe in an absolute manner, as if he's the only hope anyone's got to make it out of this pandemic alive. Never mind that Fauci's message changes like the direction of the wind, never mind that his promotion of lockdowns have caused untold numbers of livelihoods, suicides, and starvations, which defeats the entire purpose of the lockdowns in the first place, and the mental health of the most vulnerable members of society. None of that matters to the Fauci worshippers. His word might as well be rivaling gods to these people. The fact that his touted remedy made people, at least some people, worse off than before, and arguably worse off than they would have been had they done nothing, you know, given their survival rate being somewhere over 95%, those facts are never considered by these people, though safety is supposedly their aim. I say supposedly because I've stumbled upon a comment section under one of Fauci's magazine covers, which was filled with what appeared to be middle-aged women talking about how sexy they thought Fauci was. I, I kid you not, there's a post somewhere in the Twitter sphere with that information just out in the open so maybe some people just have a love slave like devotion to this guy regardless of safety i hope that's not the case but we're living in some very interesting times anyhow uh, those who fawn over fauci for whatever reason cause a much more drastic problem than being nuisances they are bolstering his platform the magazine covers who's buying them or who's most likely buying them all the interviews who's most likely setting aside time to watch those 
who's most likely sharing all those media clips of him, giving all the positive feedback and influencing the social media algorithms. Hmm? Fauci has an ocean of devotees he could fall back on despite his flip-flops or chilling sweeping statements because his fan base never gets tired of him. They never balk at any of his declarations. They take it whole, gleefully. That's why journalists keep interviewing him. That's why the magazines will continue to use him as a cover model. That's why he keeps popping up on social media, etc., etc. Now, as important as it is to keep tabs on the amount of times Fauci has backtracked or switched up, this has obviously not dissuaded his loyal flock. Perhaps there needs to be a re-examination of the rhetoric used to confront Fauci. I suggest going about this less like tackling the blunders of a quack, and more like addressing the danger of a cult leader. That's it for this episode of the AI Class. The relevant links are in the description. If you enjoyed this episode of the AI Class, you can help out by sharing on social media, leaving a like, and spreading the word. More of my work can be found on my website, johnalancaster.com. There you will find my essays, curated videos, and spoken word poems covering topics similar to that of the Ijanoclast. I've also rolled out some merchandise. I've got some Black History Month designs out that many of you may be interested in. Thank you for listening. God bless.